Welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast, where you will learn everything you need to know about running a successful sunless tanning business. We will interview some of the industry's top business owners to find out how they took a passion and turned it into a prosperous business. And here's your host, Grant Conscious. What's up, Happy Tanners? Thank you so much for joining us on episode 81 of the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Ashley Atouache from Bronze Buns in Houston, Texas. She's been in the industry for over a decade and has run her own business, Bronze Buns, in Houston, Texas for just over three years. She really has some great insights and information into how to grow your business, how to properly take care of your clients, and how she is able to consider or market herself as a luxury mobile tanning service. There's some great insights in here, some great information on what you can do to grow your business. We talk a lot about struggling with hiring employees, which I think is a challenge for anyone across every industry, especially right now in this day and age. But it's a great interview where we kind of dissect that and go through it a little bit. And she shares some great insights into how she's growing her business and even gives a few tips on color theory and all that with spray tanning. So great interview, Ashley. It was a pleasure to have you on. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your journey with us. It's always great to get to learn from our listeners. She's a longtime listener of the podcast. So thank you for the support as well, Ashley. And best wishes to you in the future. As always, the Happy Tans Podcast is sponsored by the one and only website builder created specifically for the sunless tanning industry. Go to happytans.com and click on create your website to learn more. The first and only builder created specifically for the sunless industry. It's SEO optimized websites, professionally designed SEO optimized, meaning you'll be found on Google. Yeah, you'll get clients organically through Google month after month. We've seen it happen time and time again. And it will continue to happen because we are dedicated to helping our clients rank and grow their business. Come check us out, happytans.com forward slash website, or come over to happytans.com and click the create your website button. Whether you have a website or not, we are here for you. We can migrate your existing website over to our platform and handle the SEO from there. If you have any questions, reach out to me, grant at happytans.com. Thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate your time and happy tanning. Hello and welcome to the Happy Tans Podcast. On today's episode, we have Ashley Toache from Bronze Buns in Houston, Texas. How are you doing today, Ashley? I am doing wonderful. Very excited to be here, Grant. We're excited to have you. Hopefully, I got your last name correct. I hope I did. did. Beautiful. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. Awesome. That's, That's a tongue twister for me. So welcome to the show. I'm excited to have you on. Let me open the floor for a second. Obviously, uh, you know, with Bronze Buns in Houston, Texas, but let me open the floor for a second so you can share your story, your background, how you got in this industry and anything else you'd like the uh, listeners to know. My business, it was always a passion. I kept it as a side job and was able to turn it into a full-time career. And from then on, it is just going wonderfully. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you spray tan a lot of talented. Is that is that your ex- exclusive clientele or is it any anyone? Um, Yeah, I mean, we have a lot of top business owners out here that we spray, um, some high profile clients as well. And then, you know, just some wonderful entrepreneurs and moms. And I mean, you name it, a wide range, but everyone here is just so talented and so hardworking. It's an honor to be spraying them for their events. Sure. Yeah, that's great. So so is most of your sprays are for events or do you find, uh, you know, some, some, I'm sure you have weekly clients or biweekly clients as well. Yes, memberships um, for the consistent, you know, mom or business owner that's always on the go. But a lot of events, a lot of vacations, a lot of, you know, 
weddings and I special, you know, I never realized that my business would specialize so much in weddings, Mm -hmm. but we do a lot of weddings and that has always been a main focus. A lot of models. um, Yeah. And a lot of CEOs and just people that need to glow for their, for their meetings and just feel good, you know? Yeah, sure. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Everybody wants to feel good for their event, whatever it is, could be a presentation. You never know what it, what it may be Uh, for the, is, is that a big wedding destination there around you or is this people like going other places? You know, it's a little bit of both. I've done weddings for traveling and I've also done them for here. Um, But it is very, it's a traditional type of process. So it's not even just the wedding itself. It's, you know, the shower, the bridals, the photos, the, you know, everything leading up to that point, the bachelorette, and then, you know, the wedding. So there's a lot of traditional events that go on. I feel like in Texas, when you're getting married, it's a, it's sure. a special thing. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. It definitely is. It definitely is. Uh, I'm just curious about that. name. So you say a luxury spray tan, like what, what do we, I guess, what would you say qualifies that to be luxury? Like what, what do you, would you say you do different from, you know, anybody else that would be doing the tanning? I'm sure part of it has to do with the service, but other than that, is there anything else? Absolutely. So when I come into someone's home, I wear shoe covers, I wear gloves. I still have my mask just out of respect, mm-hmm. um, you know, cause times these days, but, um, as I set up, I come with a lot of supplies, powders, baby wipes, barrier cream, prep and moisture treatment um, that I call my Lux. And that is before and after the tan if they choose to add that on. So I come with a lot of options and a lot of detailed supplies that make the tan feel real, like real skin. It looks real. Um, and also just to make them feel very taken care of, I spray my clients the way that I would want to be sprayed. And so in that I incorporate powder, I incorporate wiping their fingernails and their toenails and making sure that they're completely prepped with barrier cream and whatever else, if they wanted to add the Lux treatment, then that provides them a priming base and then also a setting afterwards to kind of keep the tan locked in. So they're set up for success. I'm set up for success. Yeah, absolutely. I like that. I mean, it, I, I was curious. I figured there was something more to it. And it's always good to hear about everybody or people that go above and beyond, right? Just outside of just coming in and tanning and leaving. There's a lot more, like you said, the shoe covers and everything like that. We've had it. Everybody's had experiences like that, whether it's like the AC guy coming to fix your AC, like, yeah, are they, are they careful? Do they, you know, wipe their hands? Do they put on the foot, the shoe covers and all that? Like, it, it's just a different experience for people uh, and they feel a lot more comfortable and calm like oh wow ashley really knows what she's doing i'm not going to question this you know i don't mind paying whatever the difference is maybe 10 15 20 bucks more than somebody down the street offers a spray tan for because the service is that much better and that much more professional really so that that was cool i I wanted to dig in there because i figured there was something else to it but it's always good to hear about somebody going above and beyond yeah you know respecting their homes coming in there and saying thank you so much for having me you know, I'm going to respect your home by covering my shoes that I'm walking around in mm-hmm. and, you know, wearing those gloves when I'm touching you. So, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so 
as everybody knows, uh, I mean, if anybody's owned their own business, there's lots of ups and downs in business. You know, we call it the entrepreneurial kind of roller coaster, highs and lows. I'd like to touch on both sides of the spectrum there, both ends of the spectrum, I should say. Uh, the, the the lowest point in your business so far, and then on the flip side, the highest point in your business. Uh, just so we can kind of get an idea of what you know, the ebb and flow and how, how it's been for you so far with these first three years. Right. So... Yeah, you know, there are some moments that you go through in business and they're not necessarily the worst because it could always be worse, right? You Mm -hmm. know, I think the worst moments you can learn from and sometimes they're there to make you better. I think the worst moment for me for a while there was trying to hire, um, you know, for the first, for basically all the three years I've been running this business on my own and, you know, as you all know, as a business owner, it gets lonely, you know, you want help and it's exhausting and trying to find someone to basically replicate you when you've been with clients for so long um, is, is not an easy task. Someone who has the willingness, who is dedicated, who is willing to put in the work. So I think one of the worst moments um, was training some of these girls and one in particular, you know, just used me for the training and then took all my tips and secrets and basically started her own with everything. Sure. And, you know, you you keep yourself in place with contracts, but, you know, certain contracts only go so far. But I think in that moment, not only was I a little hard on myself for allowing it to happen, but also just feeling a little used in that process and a little turned off from the hiring process for a while. But I realized, you know, if one doesn't work out, you just got to keep moving forward and hiring is hard, but that was, that was definitely the most difficult is trying to find someone reliable and loyal to your business. Yeah. Hiring is, I think it's probably the biggest challenge across, I'm assuming any industries and the ones that I'm involved in, it is for sure. uh, Especially this, this day and time with this particular, uh, you know, kind of, I would say climate of the economy and everything like that, really challenging to find. And the, and the most challenging thing, obviously, that like you said it perfect is like, how do you replicate yourself? How do you get somebody to buy into this? How do you do that? You know, and there's different ways to do that. Some people provide some type of ownership in the business. I don't know. You know, it, it's, yeah. you never know what's best. Everybody has a different situation and scenario. But ultimately, if you want people to care like you do, you have to make sure that you're empowering them and giving them the tools and, and making sure they feel part of it. Uh, which is obviously super challenging. It's much easier said than it is done. Right. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Finding out what motivates them, you know, like I think that's one thing I've learned is like, okay, what motivates you? Is it the the reputation? Is it the money? Is it the incentives? You know, how can mm-hmm. I make you want to work for me? Yeah. And, you know, do it well. So I love that. Yes. I have some some people that work with me and I won't call them employees. I say team, uh, you know, part of my team. And I always like to get to know them personally and like, Hey, what, what drives you? Where where do you want to go? What do you need in your life to be happier? Right? Like what means the most to you? And I want to know that to say this, you know, certain, you know, somebody says, I like to spend the time with my family. Okay. So you want the strict, stricter schedule, say we won't bug you after hours, have your time off, you know, spend your time with your family, your kids are young, you know, and other people want to learn. They just want to learn from you. So you're like, I want to know that up front so that I can provide them with that so that they're happy. Right. So that's that. super important to do. Yeah. I think I'm personally, that's what I, that's the way I go about it at least. Absolutely. And, and, and part of it is just 
Yeah. Part of it's just maybe luck or f- good fortune to say, you know, for, for me, at least I've had some good people come on board. Uh, but I know that everybody, you know, sometimes you just hit the jackpot with the first person, but at some point they're probably going to leave. Right. So you have to find a way to replicate that process. Yeah. This industry can be a revolving door. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, you just have to go into it with the mentality of like, okay, I'll probably have this person if I can keep them for a while. If not, you know, just keep going, keep going, keep, touching the resumes, keep interviewing people, keep expanding, keep growing within reason that Mm -hmm. you can, you know, distribute enough clientele to them. But not a lot of people talk enough about hiring because there's no right way to do it. No, there's really not. You know, and I always preach to say hire, hire based on the personality. You can teach the skill. Most case, you know, best case scenario, honestly, I think for most people is to hire somebody that hasn't tanned before. So you don't have all these bad habits, if you want to call it that. Uh, but, uh, you know, everybody's different situation. Like you said, it's just, it's just different. Some people have a huge labor market. Some people have nothing. They're in a small town. So it's super competitive. And like you, you mentioned too, somebody took what you taught them and went and did their own thing. You know, that stuff, unfortunately is going to happen. I don't know how much those contracts that people sign hold up in court. Uh, from what I understand, at least I'm not an attorney, but I understand like always the court's always going to side with people are trying to do their own thing and make money and make a living. Right. So it's like, how do you say, you, yeah. yeah. How do yeah. you say you can't work? That's just what I've heard from an it's attorney, at, at least in the state. Yeah. Of North yeah. Carolina. So it probably varies, but it makes sense. Like, Hey, I was learning this and I had to provide for my family. How are they going to say, no, you can't do that. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes it's not worth it, but the contracts in place just set the precedent. Yeah. And peace of mind. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. For sure. I definitely recommend that. So on the flip side of that, I, I think, I think we hit a good point there. I think uh, talking about hiring is something that should be done. That's an important thing. That is, that is the biggest step, right? Once you bring somebody in, you're officially like, okay, take a little bit, take a step out of the business a little bit. How can you market? How can you move forward? Um, so uh, on the flip side of the coin, what's been the best moment so far in these first three years or three plus years, I should say. Well, I do have a couple moments that have led up to being the best, but when I started my business um, in the first year, second year, I brought it to six figures on my own. I had such a major goal. I was so close. It was insane the amount of people I had sprayed. I mean, I was up to in spring 60, almost 60 people in one week. And that includes like groups, you know, too, but like Mm -hmm. 60 bodies a week. Um, And I remember getting so sick at the end of the year, I got the flu and I was like, I I swear I was like $2,000 away from hitting it. And, um, you know, one thing or another, I woke up and I, I basically hit the goal. Um, but yeah, I got, I got real sick at the end of the year cause I was so determined to do it. So that was, um, you know, bringing my business to a certain figure was amazing. Just knowing that I could do that work. Mm-hmm. And then, um, one of the stories that I did want to tell, this was so awesome. My client in, um, it was January, 2020. So it was right after that year that I got the flu. Mm-hmm. Um, and my client was like getting married in LA and she was like, listen, Ashley, there is nobody else that I would even consider spraying for my wedding. She goes, if I fly you out and I give you a place to say, will you spray my bridal party? You know, obviously she paid me to do that as well, but they flew me out to, um, Pelican Hill. It was an, a beautiful wedding. But um, I sprayed the entire bridal party, stayed with them for a couple days. And it was just, 
it definitely showed me my worth and it, it made me realize that all the hard work I was putting in was really resonating with my clients because they trust me. They rely on me enough to want to fly me out to spray them for a wedding. I mean, it was a true honor. Yeah. So that was a great moment. That's yeah. that has to be really special. And somebody trusts you that much and believes in you that much to, to, you know, essentially thousands of dollars, I'm sure at that point versus just hiring somebody else that's out there. So that's, right, that's a very right. cool feeling. That's awesome. And, and re- yeah. And regarding the six figures, that, that's cool. I like to hear that, you know, it's something uh, you mentioned when you when we were chatting before. So I like that you said that. I think it's a lot of people don't like to talk about money and any of that, which I get, you know, people don't want to expose their business, but it's always good to hear about that. And I talked to a lot of people, a lot of people don't share that kind of information, but it's kind of cool to see where people fall uh, and what the, what the, uh, I guess the, the opportunity is with the business of spray tanning and how much you can do Like this is by yourself. Just imagine once you can grow it a little bit, which you probably already have, but you know, it's, it's interesting to hear that and say by myself, you know, obviously a lot of hard work, all this, uh, doing 60 plus tans a week and that's mobile. Keep in mind too. So that's even more challenging. Um, but it's, it's cool to hear that, that, you know, there's, that is the, an opportunity that's out there for people that are willing to put in the work to get there. Thank you. Yeah. You know, I always tell, and especially with the hiring, I say what you put in is what you're going to get out. There is no cap in this industry, what you're willing to take, even if it's outside of your, you know, sometimes I take clients that are 30 miles out and they pay the travel fee. And yeah, is it really worth my time to go out there? You know, maybe not, but knowing in my heart that I'm taking everything that's coming my way, I know that it's going to come around full circle because my business is going to grow if I do that. So I continue to just take everything that comes my way. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's very well put. I think everybody has uh, certain stipulations and things they don't want to do outside their uh, maybe travel zone, comfort zone, whatever you want to say. But it's always interesting to kind of take on those opportunities and see what what could open for you. You never know what kind of door could open just from meeting somebody, not only like more clients, but they might know somebody who knows somebody, you know, there's so many things that could happen. So. Absolutely. And sometimes I tell my clients, listen, you're tight on money. Do not tip me. Send me a referral. Leave me a Google review that's a tip for me. Yeah. And then it works. Referrals are coming through the door. I have a referral system and my business really truly grew mainly from word of mouth, from leaving it. an impression from that person telling that person to telling that person, well, she does this for me. She does this for me. She's thorough. And then it just blew up. And I'm just so lucky it happened that way. Yeah. You know, marketing's hard. Getting out there, talking to people—it's hard. It's not easy. Yeah, it is hard. Word of mouth is always the best marketing. I, I tell everybody that. Uh, from from what I, my experience, at least, I think it's the best form of marketing ever. Probably always will be. Uh, you know, essentially, when people are looking at reviews, they're essentially looking for somebody to say these people are good. Go there, right? So it's kind of similar to word of mouth um, reputation there. But uh, I like what you said there. You know, somebody's tight on money. Don't tip. Just do something else. Help us out. Um, and you mentioned the referral program. Do you mind sharing the details of that? Because everybody. Goes is that this different? So I'm curious to hear what yours is. Yeah. So what I offer for my clients is every referral they send, I give them $10 on their account. Now, um, I don't like to stack discounts. So if you're, let's just say you sent someone and you've never been with me, then you'll get a max $10 off your session. But what I do do with the credits is I allow them to stack to buy products from me. So a sunless line, if it's a lotion and mousse or whatever, um, that way they feel rewarded for sending that certain amount of clients. Maybe it's anywhere from three to five and they get a free product or, um, you know, they can stack them up and use them towards their upgrades. 
and that's the Lux treatment. That could be a rapid upgrade. Um, so I give them leeway to kind of do what they will with it, but something to reward themselves for it. And I reach out and I always thank them for sending the person, um, you know, and yeah, yeah, that's kind of how I work it. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I don't know if I've heard somebody do it that way. Usually it's like, you know, five tens, one is free, 10, 10. I don't know. Everybody's different. Um, with so that's, mobile, it's a little harder to do sure. free tans because you're really loading up and you're paying for travel and supply. Um, and then, you know, you're doing the whole shebang for free and that's great. I've done it. You know, I've done some free tans, but with mobile, it's just a little pricier versus having someone come in and, you know, take a, take a smaller time slot. Yeah, that makes, that makes perfect sense. So mobile, mobile people listen out. That's a good, good piece of advice there. Uh, do you remember Ashley, how you got your first paying clients about three years ago? Yeah. You know, um, when I started the business, it's actually kind of crazy. Um, I got lucky. I got really lucky. My stars aligned the company that I was transitioning out of. I asked for their blessing and they actually gave it to me. They were, they were stopping mobile for a little while and they sent out a mass email to everyone. It was like, Ashley was one of our hardest working girls. Unfortunately, she will no longer be with us. And we are also going to be canceling mobile. So I actually was able to take care of the clients that I had already been servicing for them for years and they had all switched over to me and i mean it was a good handful it was probably about 10 to 13 members that i had been servicing that had come over with me mm -hmm. and then once they did i had noticed the support for my business was so much greater when i moved on my own that yeah it was all referral and word of mouth and i couldn't have been more fortunate because really marketing is truly not my easiest thing to do yeah yeah well i think a lot of people can can would jump on that <laughs> jump in that boat with you i think that's it is challenging it's it's something that uh everybody struggles with i feel to a certain degree right you can always improve on it for sure so you were working for another spray tank company before bronze yeah Burns? and she had sold the company she basically oh. franchised it out um in a way and sold the company and they were making a lot of changes to mobile that wasn't really expected. So instead of, you know, burning any bridges, like I've, I've never, I'm one to leave with the utmost amount of respect and give respect to get it. Like, I'm not going to tarnish my name in the industry before it happens. Yeah. So I did ask for their blessing. I was very honest and straightforward and I received it because I did work hard for them. And, you know, it was, yeah, it just you always go out, right. Always have your best foot forward when you're, when you're doing anything with people and relationships. Sure. Yeah. I, I guess I'd second that and say that always, you know, I've uh, everybody, you know, something's going to happen. You're going to get quote unquote screwed ever screwed over whatever you want to say. Right. But yeah. you know, being the bigger person, swallowing that pride and just smiling saying thanks or whatever it may be, you know, at the end of the day, um, as my wife's grandpa used to say, you know, you get more bees with honey. So, uh, you know, it. yeah. At some point <laughs> you're like, you know, you're like, are you being too weak? Of course, there's certain times where you probably need to stand up for yourself. But at the end of the day, it's like, I did what was right. I did what I, what I should have done. I'm going to sleep easy at night. You know, those people got to deal with their, with what they did. So. Yeah. And really it comes down to, you know, we want the clients taken care of. It's not mm -hmm. about who takes care of them. It's mm -hmm. about the fact that are they taken care of? Very you know? true. Very true. Very true. So Ashley, over the, these last three years, obviously a lot's changed. You've mentioned hiring people uh, and that struggle and everything like that. So 
What has changed for you from just hustling and doing your own thing, you know, 2019 hitting the six figures to like where you are now, obviously made it through COVID and all that stuff. So what does it look like for you now, like on a daily, weekly, monthly basis within your business? Yeah. So, you know, I just found someone reliable that is starting with me that has that same drive. So she's bringing up a few of my days so that I can do things like record podcasts with you (laughs) (laughs) and, you uh, you know, help kind of get into, I'm trying to change my direction a little bit, get more on the social media, get more on the education part of it, because I've, I've been in this industry for 11 years now. And I mean, a total of 11 years spraying on the side and then, you know, creating my business three and a half years ago. But, Mm -hmm. um, The education part, you know, educating people, making sure everyone knows the basic form of a spray tan, the basic prep, um, and eventually coaching other women on technique and, you know, manipulating body movements and things like that. So right now I'm trying to focus more on that. And now that my time is starting to free up a little bit, I'm rebranding the website. So that's going to be done. Um, kind of going to switch things up from scratch and turn the website into a shop. Um, Technique always changes. I try to make sure that I'm always critiquing my techniques when it's coming to the spray tanning, making sure I'm doing the best possible moves that are flattering, that make people feel comfortable and that make the tan look perfect. Um, Perfecting powders, perfecting supplies and, you know, solutions as well. So yeah, it, it really, honestly, I think from now moving forward, it's going to shift into more of the management part of the business. I want to get into coaching and start tapping into that. Yeah, that's cool. It's a good good transition point. Like you said, finding that person that can be your rock and help you run that day to day. So you don't have to stress so much about all that that goes on, you know, kind of behind the scenes is great. Hopefully that's you find somebody that can just, just, you know, take that on and, and really own it, you know, for lack of a better word, you really want that, need that to feel comfortable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. Well, that, you know, good transition there for you. Lots of opportunities to help other, like you said, other business owners, other people, you know, learn, learn more things. You can never stop learning that. So always be, like you said, you're assessing better ways to handle it, to, to manipulate the body, to make sure the, the client feels comfortable, obviously, because a lot of people don't think as much about that. Uh, so that's an important thing to keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So if you had to pinpoint one thing that you've done extremely well over these, these first three years of, of owning your own business, that's helped, uh, you know, reach your level of success where you are now, what would you say that one thing is? Truly, I thought about this question before you asked, and I honestly think it's really educating my clients, um, educating them, and then obviously doing all the little things that I do to make the tan feel very thorough. But the education part is huge. When my clients book with me, not only am I onboarding them, but I'm sending them a prep template that I've created for them to follow before the prep so that they know exactly what to use and some things to avoid and an aftercare template. And, you know, sometimes like in customer service, I have learned that it is so important to mirror your clients, making sure that if they're in a talkative mood, talk with them. If they want to be heard, listen. If they're, if they just want to enjoy the moment in the tent, let them enjoy the moment only because some of these parents, you know, are running around with their kids all day. It's the first quiet moment that they've gotten. So I think my clients 
appreciate the fact that I can come in with a certain energy that's moldable to what they're feeling. And then if they don't feel like talking or if they don't feel like outputting anything, sometimes I just walk them through the tan. So I'm like, hey, okay, so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to prime you. This primer is going to ensure that your pH balance is, you know, brought to where it needs to be. So the tan, so you're more receptive to the tan. This is going to prime everything evenly. And I just talk them through it, especially my new clients. They are so nervous and so vulnerable and a little intimidated. And so it's our job to make them feel like they're in the right hands. Mm -hmm. And this technique has helped me in all of my Google reviews, getting new clients because people trust that I know what I'm doing. And not only do I know what I'm doing, I'm teaching them what I'm doing. That way, moving forward, again, their success is my success. So when they know the basics of all these things, then we go in and it's a smooth transition into the tan. And we just continue to learn more and more and more from each other. So education is the number one thing that has helped my clients feel safe. And that's helped grow my business truly. Yeah. That's awesome. I think a lot of people put a lot of emphasis on other things and they don't consider like basically maximize, you know, kind of like maximizing where you are. Right. So if you're with this client, maximize it. Don't think about the next thing, you know, where you are in your business, maximize this to get to the next level, the next step, uh, so on and so forth. But I like what you said also about mirroring the mirroring the clients. I think that's a great piece of advice. We've all been there, right? Maybe call it a used car salesman. You go look at a car, you know, they don't get off your back. You're like, come on, dude, I just want to look in peace. Leave me alone. Like if they would just see that, right. if this guy, you know, if I'm a car salesman, I say that person doesn't want to talk. Okay. I'll be over here if you need me. Right. Versus like, why don't you get this one? This is that, this is that. So it's like, okay, enough. <laughs> Give me a minute. I just want to look, or I just want peace and quiet. Like you said, I've been around the kids all day. Um, you know, anybody that has kids can understand just some peace and quiet can mean the world. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, some more technical spray tan questions. What type of equipment solution do you use? So equipment, um, I've always done the Apollo, the mini mist. It's like so easy to, um, or I'm sorry, the maxi mist, the maxi mist. I always love carrying that around. Um, it's so easy to use and they're very reliable. I mean, I think my first machine went down like after two years Mm -hmm. and it was really just a glue thing. Um, so those are super reliable. You just got to make sure you're cleaning them well Mm -hmm. because they take on a lot in the filters. Yeah, they do. Um, but then, So I tried with the gun that went with that. I think it was the Apollo gun. It was like a metal gun, but I recently switched over to Fuji. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is like a Ferrari versus, (laughs) you know, a Tesla. Like it is, well, actually Tesla's a bad comparison, but I would say like a (laughs) Honda versus a Ferrari. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) The Fuji is just this beautiful gun. It sprays so great. It's so powerful. Um, very fine mist, but you just, again, you guys really got to make sure you're cleaning your equipment because if it gets gunked up, it's really hard. You got to get in the gun, make sure you're cleaning it real well. Cause it pushes out a lot, yeah. but very, very reliable gun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's go to YouTube, type it in, you know, cleaning your spray tan gun. I know Sholi had some videos. I'm sure other people do as well. The guns, you know, take them apart and clean them. The, in the machines, most of them just have one little filter really, but I think from what I remember, you could take them out and wash them, right? And let them dry and put them back in. Yeah, they wash pretty easily. I used to have to dry way bigger filters, but yeah. the small filters, you just wring them out um, and then take a Q-tip and kind of get in between the little vents of it. Yeah. But yeah, it'll collect a lot of like hair and dust because you're 
it's sitting on the floor. Sure. Yeah. Sure. So or just buy some extra filters, right? They're probably like $2 or something. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I mean, the filters last forever. Yeah, and they really do. Even the material, you could probably cut the filter. Yeah, so. true. True. Just find a big piece and cut it. That's a good idea. <laughs> even better. So when you started off, you know, 11, you said been in the industry 11 years, right? You know, working with somebody else or on the side, however it was, but did you go through any training or certification back then? Oh yeah. So I actually worked in Marina Del Rey and we started with, was it Infinity? Infinity Sun. Infinity Sun, yeah, yeah there in okay, LA. Yeah. So, yeah, me and Infinity Sun, so fun. So, Infinity Sun, we trained with, and then I've used Fantasy Tan, uh, trained with Fantasy Tan, and did mm-hmm. a little certification on theirs. Um, but when I actually worked for Sunset Tan for a little bit in Hermosa Beach, and when I was managing, I took all the girls to Infinity Sun to get trained for the spray tan as well, because that's what they were using over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then recently with Jolie, I did a certification with them just when I started it, just to have it with their, with their company. Mm-hmm. So, and then I've dabbled with Norvell, but I haven't done any certification training with them. Okay. Okay. We, I forgot, we didn't even talk about solution. What type of solution did you say you used? So I dabble between Jolie and mm-hmm. I have a little bit of Norvell as well. I think the real proprietary part is the, my custom mixes that I do with sure. them to, to tailor to my clients. So I come mm-hmm. with like six or seven different custom mixes that I've formulated um, that yeah. tailor to what my clients like. Yeah. And I like, you know, when I ask these questions, some people don't like to answer them, but I get it. Uh, But I think almost every single person has been doing it for a certain amount of time. It gets to like, we mix, right? It doesn't matter. Same brand, different brands. People get to mixing those solutions. And obviously like Ashley could give somebody her exact formula to everything, but 99.9999% aren't going to go through the amount of work that she went through to get to where she is. So um, that's why I've always believed like the transparency is important, but I get why people are protective of it. But like you said, mixing the solutions, typically everybody that gets into it, they're like, yeah, we're mixing 75% this, 25% this. Um, And you just get a knack for it, right? Based on the body, uh, the skin tone, I'm sorry. And you can just mix based on that. Yeah. Based off what clients want, I give them a choice usually between like a honey color or like a olive, you know, brown color. I usually try to gauge because some people have different eyes, right? So this is also another great tip that y'all should know is sometimes clients will love their tans and sometimes they'll, they'll not notice it at all. And you'll see it on them. Maybe it's like an all olive tone, right? But their eyes are like, blue and they they really really only pick up on those like warmer honey tones Mm -hmm. and so that's something i've also learned through the years i'm like okay wait i'm seeing this but you're not seeing this so this means we need to either warm you up or we need to switch the tone up so that you can feel good and recognize it yeah yeah that's a great piece of advice i hadn't heard that one before so that's that's interesting and i like the way you kind of phrase that like the honey or the olive it's it's easier to understand when somebody hears that i'm sure versus you know light medium dark what does that mean it's all yeah, light medium dark or golden <laughs> they're like oh my gosh i don't want golden i'm like no yeah. not that kind of golden more of like a honey like a warmer it's gonna warm you up a little bit not too much <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely absolutely yeah learn people they'll learn over time for sure if you haven't done it so yeah, it's trial awesome. and error too i i let them know and Sorry, more tips for you guys. You go ahead. Um, you don't always have to get it right on the first time. As long as you are willing to work through it with the client, like when I consult them, I say, listen, let's start here, right? We can always go a little lighter because you can't take away, but you can add to your tan or 
we can start with this tone. And if we need to tweak it a little bit, I'll be here the next time I will be here and we will tweak it. And we'll, you know, kind of play with the tones a little bit until we get it right. Knowing that I'm committing to their process, they're going to commit to mine. Yeah, that's a great point. Do you, I'm assuming the next time they come, you ask them or maybe via text or something after the appointment, like, what did you think of it? What would you change? Those kind of things. I always follow up the next day. Mm-hmm. One, because I'm actually extremely curious on <laughs> more difficult cases. I'm like, did I nail it? Did we get it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually I follow up the next morning just to kind of get their feedback. I always say, do not hold back because some people won't feel comfortable enough because they took a liking to you. They don't want to hurt your feelings. Sure. I open that platform right away. I say, listen, do not hold back. If you hold back, then you're stunting my growth with you. And then I don't get to learn about what you need. Were your hands dark enough? Did your face get enough passes? Was the tone something that you liked? I need the feedback in order to learn about what you need and what you want, because I can't assess you if you don't tell me the truth. So people really appreciate that open communication as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically tell them like your, your happiness and satisfaction is what's most important. Don't worry about my feelings. It's okay. (laughs) exactly like i'm not gonna get this right if you don't give me the full full feedback right exactly exactly actually well before i ask this last question i just want to thank you for taking time to connect it's been great to get to learn about you and your story lots is lots to come it sounds like for bronze buns and for you out there in houston and maybe beyond so thanks so much for your time and sharing your story and obviously your tips as well everybody can take something away from that um and the last question uh, that i like to ask is if you could write a letter to yourself when you were just starting out uh, three years ago what would you say I've heard a few different responses on your podcast and I appreciate every single one of them. And I was trying to find one that stands out because truly I think what I would tell myself is remain confident in everything you do. Confidence for me moves you through fear. It moves you through anxiety. It moves you through the challenges, knowing that everyone's going to make a mistake, but as confident as you are going out there and as confident as you are in yourself, it radiates out towards your clients for your business, um, for your new hires, for anybody, just remaining confident in yourself, showing up every day, knowing you are very capable of making it happen. Yeah. Yeah, that's super important. I like what you said. It, it does radiate out. I mean, I've, you know, I'm just, when you were saying that, it comes to mind that working with a specific um, CPA or some accountant we were working with, and every question I seemed to ask was like, let me check on that. And I'm like, well, this isn't very good. <laughs> You're the professional here. I want to, I want to trust. I want to make sure everything's okay. So, um, and no knock, maybe they were young, maybe they're just starting out, but it's like, you want to have, feel that confidence and everybody's felt it. You walk in, this person really like owns the room. They know what they're doing. This is what's going to happen. This is how it goes. If there's any questions, we can answer that. Cause we've been there, done that. Um, but the confidence is something that builds up over time. Right. But you have to start with that belief initially to, to get there. Um, even if it's a little pseudo confidence to get started, you have to find some way to do it. Uh, but it's important to make sure you always maintain that because people feel that confidence, you know, like you said, radiating basically off you. Right. We're the professionals. We're the ones they're turning to when they're vulnerable, when they're undressed, when they are planning out a trip and they're nervous to be in their bikinis or just nervous about themselves we are the reliability and the confidence that we like push on them. And we, you know, we fill their tanks and just coming in confident as a professional, they're going to rely on you so much more. 
Yeah, that's true. Good, good point. I like that you said that because a lot of people just view it as like, I just do spray tans. Not, not I just do spray tans. I do spray tans. I'm a spray tan professional, whatever you want to say, right? It's like, how do you differentiate that? And how do you say it's a, you know, I don't just do spray tanning. I, this is what I do, right? And I have the confidence and the experience and whatnot to back that up. Very good point. And confidence to make mistakes too, you know, trial and yep. error. Like, even if you don't know it, you know it. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're showing them, you know, it, even if you don't know it. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And we're, we're all going to make mistakes. So just go ahead and accept that. If you haven't ever touched a spray tan gun and you want to, you're going to make a mistake. You're going to mess up. You're going to spray somebody too dark, too light, mess up their hands, their feet, whatever it may be. I'm sure Ashley's done all this. So, yeah. Um, chest. Chest was, was chest. a good one. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> that one got me good. <laughs> Definitely Ashley. Well, thanks again. It was such a pleasure to get to, to learn more about you and your story and your journey. I'm excited to see what else is to come. I, I hope to check back in a couple years or maybe less and see how far you've come. I hope the, uh, the new uh, team member works out for you. It sounds like it's on a good track there. So it sounds like you have a lot of cool things coming uh, with bronze buns and, and for you as well. So thanks again for your time and for sharing your story and your journey. It was, it was great to get to, to learn more about you. It was so great speaking with you, Grant, and I am so honored to be on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, and I definitely look forward to speaking to you down the road and updating you with all the new things. Yeah, it was my pleasure. And by the way, I always like to ask if somebody has any questions for you, what's the best way they can find you or reach out to you? You can reach out to me, DM on Bronze Buns Mobile Tan um, on Instagram. You can reach out on Yelp, on Google. I'm usually pretty good about staying up with the messages on the platform um, and my numbers on there too. So email bronzebuns.life at Gmail. I am open for all questions. If you guys need any guidance, I'm here. Oh, that's awesome, Ashley. Thank you so much for offering that. And thank you for the kind words. It's a pleasure to have you on. And also thank you for supporting the podcast and for listening. We truly appreciate that. Absolutely. Y'all are Uh, the best. uh, Thank you so much.